Come say wow. Okay. Can anyone guess what we're talking about today? <laughs> if you're not a member of our church, you might be very confused. Very confused. But no fear. We'll explain. No fear. We're talking about the wow. Or mm. like how it should be called, McKenna. What is the wow the called? The word of wisdom. Oh, ooh, the Woo-hoo. word of wisdom. Before we get into that, we're going to give a little recap of our week. It hasn't what been that done. exciting, honestly. It has not been that exciting. Um... The most eventful thing I did this week was go to Target. Okay. Um, got tons of Christmas candy that we're eating right now. I actually just swallowed a Rolo. Swallowed a Rolo. I'm eating Sour Patch Bites Berry Mix. They're like the little Sour Patch straws. They're actually really good. I've They're never really seen good. Them. I like went like this to show everybody, but it's like a recording. <laughs> McKenna I, is struggling with dryness. You can you tell guys, them why. I'm on Accutane. Has anyone ever been on that? We all know what it, yeah. Hands up if you have. Yeah, it just makes you really, really dry. So yeah. I have to put Aquaphor on my lips, seriously. And it's winter in Utah. Yeah. So on top of that, I'm it's, dry. she's dry. I guess that's kind of all we've really done. Kind of boring, I guess. I nannied this morning and all this week. I went to Target. I've done nothing. I've just been doing homework. I worked a little bit yesterday or two days ago. Um, now my fire's on. I have the Christmas tree on. Are you guys Christmas tree people before or after Thanksgiving? Yeah. I got in a little debate with one of my friends this morning about it. Because I told really? her I set up, Kate, my friend Katie, I told her I set up all my Christmas stuff. And she was like, no, I'm strictly after Thanksgiving. But then it's not long enough. It's just not long enough. And I feel like this year deserves a little joy. And so I put, It needs like a little yes. extra. It needs a little extra moi. Yeah. A little extra up. And Jess's Christmas decorations are the cutest. We're sitting here in her house She's right now. Nice. No, it's so cute. Well, I love decor. I feel like in another life, I would have done like interior design or something. You should still do that. I'm like 22. I'm like, in another life, I'm like young. I could like still change my life. No, but I I like my decor style. I don't know how good I would be at like putting other people's if that makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know. When I have a house, maybe my decor style will completely change and I'll like do something different. I don't know. I don't think it will. I'll go all pink and gold. <gasps> pink and gold? Pink really? And gold. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Pink, pink and gold. Pink and gold. But you guys, the wow. And we're going to totally explain this, but this is something I think a lot of people don't understand or struggle with. Do you yeah, agree with that, McKenna? Totally. Totally. And I think it's important before we even go into it, just like what it is, the background. And how it was received. Totally. Because um, as Latter-day Saints, we believe in modern-day revelation and prophets We've always believed in prophets, even in biblical times. So um, we believe in Latter-day prophets that receive revelation from God for us. So I think that's important to remember when talking about the Word of Wisdom because it came from Joseph Smith, who was a prophet of God and received that revelation for our day. Do you know what date he received the revelation? Oh gosh, I don't remember. February 27th. (gasps) 1833, and that is my birthday. That's Jess's birthday. (laughs) I actually just read this, and I was like, that's my birthday. I I did not realize. So, yeah, he received it February 27th, and then it was recorded in Section 89 of the Doctrine and Covenants. So, if any of you need to go read it, yeah, Yeah, and we're going to kind of just talk about, like, what was, what did the Lord declare to him in this revelation? And why. And why. And what's the purpose, and what are the things that we get from following it? Yeah. So, we're just going to go through it, but... The things that he declared, number one, it says fruits and wholesome herbs, including vegetables, which should be used with prudence and thanksgiving. 
I feel like that's kind of a confusing one, McKenna. What's your take on that when you first read that? I honestly just think of, like, eating healthy, like, taking care of your body, um, like, putting good things into your body. Yeah. For, like, fuel. Like, fruits and vegetables are obviously really good for your body. Yeah. Um, so I think I just think of it in that sense. My first initial thought, DNC 89 verse 11, every herb in the season thereof and every fruit in the season thereof. That makes me think we should be eating fruits and vegetables of that season. I feel like nowadays, like, we, you can get any fruit that you can get in the store, but like a lot of stores like Whole Foods and some like nicer stores, they'll only have fruits and vegetables like that are currently of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that kind of makes sense because to make fruits not of the season, they're using like chemicals, they're using modifying the vegetables. And so it makes sense health wise to try and do the best of that. That's my take on it when I read that scripture. Yeah. Um, do you want to read the next one? Yeah. It says, the flesh of beasts and of the fowls of the air, which is to be used sparingly. This is one that I have gotten in a lot of conversations with people about. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Like, I feel like some people read this and initially think, oh, we shouldn't be eating meat very often. So I think a lot of this, I don't think it's changed because it's doctrine. But I do think that we live in a completely different time period. Um, Even apostles and prophets have talked about that. It's a little bit different now in our day. Um, so some of these things, obviously we don't disregard them, but some of these things like made sense, more sense in that day. Absolutely. Um, so with that and with the vegetables one too, they could only get vegetables of their season, you mm-hmm. know, like those people living in the 1800s, like they couldn't, they only had the vegetables that were growing during that time of the year. And they're saying Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving means like as much as you want, basically. Like think when they say like prudence and Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. that basically means like you should have vegetables and in, in Thanksgiving, like yeah. have lots of vegetables. So like yeah. McKenna said, like being very healthy. Yeah. And my thought with the beast and, and sparingly, I mean, we know a lot of studies with red meat, like red meat is not the best thing for you. So like, mm-hmm. I think that definitely like trying to eat red meat sparingly Mm -hmm. and and sparingly I think you can I don't know that's up to interpretation totally but there is so many studies now that have come out of what red meat does to your heart does to your blood and so trying your best I think that's why turkey is all of a sudden so big you know what I mean like people try their best to eat white meat so that's that's another one that I think of and this is just fun to talk about I mean anyway so we'll read the next one um so it says grains such as wheat rice and oats which are the staff of life Kenna, what do you think about? I think the same thing as fruits and vegetables. Like, those are things that are really good to fuel your body. The staff of life, yeah. Yeah. That's a really interesting... Yeah. I think it's just healthy. And I think when you eat healthy foods, you feel good. You know, Mm -hmm. mentally, um, emotionally, like, it really does help your whole body. Mm -hmm. So... Totally. Yeah. And those are the following things that are good for you in the word of wisdom that the Lord declared. Now we're going to be talking about the things that the Lord declared, the substances that are harmful. Mm-hmm. And these will probably go into a lot more depth about. Um, number one is alcoholic drinks. Um, and I can read the scripture if you want. But it says that insomuch as any man drinketh wine or strong drink among you, behold, it is not good. Neither meet in the sight of your father, only in assembling yourselves together to offer up your sacraments before him. And behold, this should be wine, yea, pure wine of the grape of the vine of your own make. And again, strong drinks are not for the belly, but for the washing of your bodies. Kenna, what's your first initial thought when you hear that? Um, when I hear them using sacrament, um, like using wine in the sacrament, that has been changed. There's been a yeah. revelation given to the prophet to change that to water. So we use water in our sacrament meetings, um, which I think is so cool that we, 
I just think this is kind of like a sidetrack, but I think it's so like awesome that we have living prophets from God. It's amazing. Um, because the world changes. Like God's doctrine never changes. The doctrine of the gospel of Jesus Christ, faith, repentance, baptism, um, receiving the Holy Ghost, all those things never change. But things like this, like church um, organization or the way the we people. pass the I mean, sacrament, yeah. that stuff does change. Um, and, like, I think it's amazing that God can have a prophet to, like, tell that to. Yeah. to I think it's know. so cool we have a prophet for our times. That's so awesome yeah. that we can read about these prophets in scriptures yeah. and know that we have a prophet right now yeah. who's speaking to us. Yeah. So cool. I we'll agree do an that. episode on prophets, maybe. We will. I think we both have a strong testimony of that. And yeah. um, having a testimony of prophets does help you understand the word of wisdom, too. You know, like understanding that this was revelation from God um, and that, like McKenna said, there can be changes and why that is is, is important to understand. Totally. Um, but as for the alcohol goes, yeah. um, I think it's, I think that is so inspired from God. Because you look at the world today and there are so many problems and issues that people have regarding alcoholism. And um, I know it's not always bad. I know that people can totally drink sparingly and be responsible. I get that. Um, And I totally believe that. But I just think um, there are so many issues also. So why not just avoid it altogether? I think everything that God commands us to do is for our own benefit. And it's so we can be happy and, you know, live life to the fullest. And I think... He knows best. Absolutely. So, um... I mean, this was explained to me one time about the Word of Wisdom, and it helped me understand. I remember my dad, actually. Shout out, Dad. Um, he doesn't listen to this podcast, <laughs> but I'm just going to shout him out anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, I remember that my dad told me, he was like, sure, like, could a lot of people in our church have a glass of wine every night and be totally fine? Sure. Like, could they drink a glass of wine and not have it become this super bad addiction and ruin their lives? Yeah, absolutely. But he's like, we have to make it like a flat rule because not everybody can like handle that response. Does that make sense? And not everyone can like handle that. And he also, when I would have questions about the word of wisdom, my dad would always bring up obedience and that so much of this stuff is about being obedient is, you know, drinking a glass of tea the worst thing in the world for you? Probably not. We're going to get into tea. It's not really about that. Like, yes, there is health benefits and there's blessings. Same thing with tithing that you get from following these things. But I feel like even more than that, it's about obedience. I feel like the blessings from that come from the obedience of it rather than the fact that you didn't drink a cup of tea. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. The next one is tobacco, which I feel like most people would agree with. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone really arguing that tobacco is... There's been is, a lot of things proven that that's not the best thing for your body, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and it literally says tobacco is not for the body, neither for the be- belly, and is not good for man. And I think mm-hmm. that's very much, we know that that's true. Yeah. If anyone wants to <laughs> argue that... If you want to prove us wrong, you message know, us. Message us and we can have a conversation. We're going to have someone message us, like, the health benefits oh, I of know. tobacco. Well, and, and, you know, not to get too crazy here, but um, my mom was a convert to the church, and both of my uncles struggled with addiction and my grandpa was addicted to cigarettes since he was 11 um which is crazy like that time it's it's so sad that like they were exposed to those things but my uncle joe passed away in his 30s he was an alcoholic he drank himself to death my uncle willie luckily had a different story but got a dui got his usc football scholarship taken away from him and 
totally went in the military and it changed his life. But I've seen firsthand what addiction and these drugs can do to you. And it ruins families. It ruins people's lives. And it's yeah. really sad. Like, like I'm saying, not everyone's going to go down this path, but I've seen it firsthand. And it's, it's scary how addicting and controlling. I mean, I think another thing with alcohol is when we talk about free agency and having the ability to make choice, when you're under the influence of anything, of anything, you aren't making the right the choices that you maybe would have made if you weren't under those. Which agents. I think is another reason that God gave us this, you know, these guidelines because we fought in the pre-earth life with God so hard for this agency, for the ability to choose what we want, to make our own choices, to do our own thing. And I think when we're under the influence of drugs or alcohol or anything like that, it totally takes that away. And that's not God's plan. God wants us to think for ourselves and make decisions. And I think drugs, it kind of makes us a slave to them, really. You you have the lack of control. Yeah. Completely goes away. You're not free anymore. I love that you said, like, a slave. Like, Mm -hmm. that is really what it is. And totally. Heavenly Father, his plan is not for us to ever have Be a slave to anything. To anything. Not even him. Not even him. He really doesn't even want us to be a slave to him. Absolutely. I love that. That was a really good comment, McKenna. Um, The next one is tea and coffee. Um, I would say this is the most controversial and debated part of the word of wisdom. No, I'm going to say it is. Like, not like I think it is. Um, And this is Latter-day Prophets have taught the term hot drinks as written in the earlier verse with alcoholic drinks refers to tea and coffee. So like McKenna said, this was revelation after the fact that they got that hot drinks were coffee and tea. Yeah. Um, that one is definitely confusing, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. I served my mission in England, as we all know. If you've they love listening. tea and crumpets. They love tea and coffee. <laughs> um, they really do. They love their tea. And it's really hard for a lot of people because that's a hard one, you guys. Because there are a lot of health benefits of coffee and tea. But there's also a lot of health risks of coffee and tea. Um, I had one lady that I was teaching on my mission and she was having some health problems and went to the doctor and the first thing the doctor told her was to stop drinking tea and coffee. Wow. Interesting, huh? Wow. Because I'd never heard a story like that because everyone's like, oh, there's great health benefits, which I'm sure there are. Um, but from a doctor, he was like, yeah, you, you should stop those first thing. So I thought that was really interesting. And I think the tea and coffee, honestly... It's interesting because I've heard stories of in the early church when they were receiving this revelation, before they received it, they would smoke tobacco in church meetings, Joseph Smith and all the apostles. Mm -hmm. Um, And when they found it was bad, the whole community was kind of like, wait, what? Like, tobacco's not bad for you. I get them being confused, for sure. Because back then, they did not know the risks of tobacco. They really, they didn't have enough knowledge yet of, of, you know, the future of it. Um, and so I just think maybe, and this is not doctrine, this is McKenna's perspective, but I just think maybe someday down the line we'll realize as humans that, oh my gosh, wait, coffee and tea actually aren't that good for you. Um, and you know what? If not, it is like Jess said, all about obedience. God gives us little things and he's like, can you follow this? Just because I said, you know? I, I think understanding obedience helps you understand everything in the church and in your life like it's it's hard you guys I'm not saying it's easy but as a a teenage girl going I mean I drink I drink tea in high school I loved chai in high school like it's a struggle you guys like one time I got chai on accident 
It's and delicious. then I got it a few more times after. Yeah. I'll admit that. No, it's good. Like it's it, so it's a good, good <laughs> and it's black tea and it's really good. And I remember not being in high school, being like, "This is so stupid. Yeah. Why? Like you know, it's not worth it." And really having to understand and get my own testimony of it, and confiding in my dad, like confiding, like just really talking to people and praying about it. And like I said, I so much of this is obedience. We're probably not going to be able to understand all of the benefits of not doing these things. We won't in this life, mm-hmm. but. That's not like why we do it. Yeah. And I think, and I know that's sometimes hard to hear, like having faith, you don't always know the answers, but that's the point of faith. And I know in my life, like taking those things out of my life, I have seen promised blessings. Um, and so you kind of just have to pray for it and it'll come. I promise it'll come and you'll have the strength to not want to do those things. I have a question for McKenna because this is something going to my Catholic school that I would hear all the time. They'd be like, oh, you can't drink caffeine, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can't have caffeine. Does that mean you can't have chocolate? Because chocolate is caffeine. Mm-hmm. What do you say when people say it's caffeine? Like, what is your initial thought? Oh, like, we can't have coffee because of the caffeine? Yeah, because if you look at, like, coffee and tea, we can have green tea, mm. which doesn't have caffeine in it. Gotcha. So what would be your, like, answer to someone um, who has the caffeine I just think in, in the doctrine of it, like, in the doctrine and covenants, it doesn't say anything about caffeine. I do think, though, that caffeine could be considered a strong drink for sure and I just don't think we should have it a lot I think we should have it in moderation like it kind of says about um like red meats and the other kind of harmful foods but um I definitely don't think the reason we can't have tea or coffee is because of the caffeine absolutely Um, I think that maybe could be a factor that it has a lot of caffeine but I really, and like I said, this isn't doctrine, but I don't think that's the reason. Yeah. And a side note, I was just thinking, in the Bible, God asked them to abstain from lots of foods. Like if we look at the Old Testament. This isn't a new thing. And that's what's amazing about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's not new. Like this is God's church. It's been here since Adam and Eve, since the beginning. It was lost for a period of time after Jesus Christ was crucified, but Joseph Smith restored it. Um, So... It's amazing to see, like, God always works in patterns, always. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He always has a pattern to things. So, yeah, you're right, Jess. Like, this isn't new. It's not, it's not just our church. It's in the Bible. It's, it's not new. I think that's really cool about our church because I talked with friends, you know, we, we talk about modern day prophets. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Kenna, but I don't know a lot of churches that think that they have a modern day prophet. I know. The only other one that thinks they have priesthood authority is the Catholic Church with the Pope. And they yeah. think the um, priesthood authority was passed from, from Peter. Peter. Yeah. But how cool is it, like, to say, you guys, of course we have prophets. Look at the Bible. Look yeah. at the New Testament. Look at these things. Like, this is not like it's a new thing. But I think it, it's funny. You really start to break down the scriptures and none of the things we do are really that ludicrous or crazy. They're really no, not. No. Um, Once you understand the meaning, I totally understand totally, that. Totally, If looking from an outward perspective and – there's crazy things about members of our church online. You can find the weirdest things. Um, people would ask me weird things on my mission all the time. But I think if you really know the doctrine, which we'll teach you if you want to stick around. but Gospel gals. Gospel gals. <laughs> um, it is really like everything makes perfect sense. Yeah. And there's a reason for everything. So Absolutely. Yeah. So we talked about the good, the bad. Now we're going to talk about the blessings of the word of wisdom yeah. and the promises that the scriptures say. So, Which there's a lot there the is of a wisdom. Lot. Yeah. And they're pretty amazing. So it says, those who follow God's counsel in the word of wisdom are promised that they'll receive health, find wisdom, and run and not be weary, and walk and not be faint. 
and not faint. Yeah. So just be healthy. You'll be healthy. Have a healthy, rich um, life. You'll have increased knowledge and wisdom. That's really cool. I think, like McKenna was saying earlier, you, you know, maybe you struggle with this and you try your really best. You know, you're going to like, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to drink coffee anymore. I'm not going to do this and this. I think that increased wisdom is wisdom of understanding why you're not doing those things. Oh, I love that. 100%. Yeah. In my own life, I've seen that. That's the thing too. I feel like we got to be careful not to limit blessings because we could hear these and think of a specific thing. Totally. And maybe someone has followed the word of wisdom their whole life and has health problems. So maybe they're like, well, I didn't get that blessing. Mm -hmm. But we don't always know what God intends um, like through these blessings and it could be in the next life. You know, I feel like we just have to kind of keep that open for God. Totally. Um, I thought this was really cool. So comeunderchrist.org has a whole article about the word of wisdom. And they say, how amazing is it to think that when the word of wisdom was revealed in 1833, the world didn't understand the science behind the effects of things like diet, alcohol, and tobacco. Now the health code described in the word of wisdom is widely accepted even in scientific circles. Researchers have shown again and again the negative side effects of drinking alcohol, smoking, chewing tobacco, including diseases such as psoriasis, pancreatic cancer, and many types of cancers. Um, I thought it was really cool. Like, you want to talk about the science of things? Well, there you go. Like, there's evidence of all of these things and why they're bad for you. And that's amazing that God revealed that to us before we even knew that as a, you yeah. know, yeah. society. I love this too. I thought this was just really kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but there's been studies that show that people that follow the word of wisdom live longer. So this was by um, U, uh, UCLA. Like, which is not a church school, like, you know, but it was from 1980 to 2004, UCLA conducted a study of Latter-day Saints who followed the health guidelines in the word of wisdom. Results of the 25-year study showed the lifestyle was associated with a longer life expectancy. Love that. No, I seriously... So those are just kind of fun. I believe that. I mean, God wants us to be healthy and feel good. And this, I feel like the word of wisdom, yeah, there are some things that I don't know the reason for yet, like tea and coffee. Um, I don't know. I don't, I honestly can't tell you the reason why we can't do that. But I like have full faith that God knows and it's for our benefit. Absolutely. I think another cool thing about the word of wisdom is talking about like being spiritually healthy and physically healthy. Yeah. Um, in this article I was reading, it talks about how that's hand in hand. Totally. When you're, when you're physically healthy, your spirit is also healthy. Yes. So I think that's another huge part of it. Yeah, this. like the word of wisdom is seriously just taking care of our spirits and our mm -hmm. spiritual health too. I like that. Totally. That's uh, true because I feel like when I am following that to a T, um, I'm a lot more in tune with the spirit and able to receive like promptings and revelation and inspiration from God. It's just my mind's a lot, um, I don't know, like cleaner and... Just more open, like I clearer, guess. clearer. That's yeah, the word. Clearer. Yeah, totally. Well, another thing we should talk probably also talk about is when it comes to like vaping or misuse of prescription drugs or the rec rec. rec oh my gosh, I can't talk, you guys. I cannot talk. <laughs> and the recreational use of marijuana. So those were things that have been. I don't want to say added, but like totally. I think you think added, added have yeah. been added by. Well, like, I think they've been added by the world, so they had to be added in there. You know, like, like things that Joseph Smith had no idea of exactly. what that was. But and I also want to emphasize the church is not against like um, medicinal marijuana and using that, not smoking it, but using like herbs and lotions. Um, but the recreational use. So mm -hmm. those are just other added things. I think opioids, like prescription drugs, 
are probably the biggest epidemic of our mm-hmm. lifetime. Yeah. Um, it's a silent killer and a lot of people do it and don't know about it. So that's a huge one that I think a lot of wealthier communities struggle with like hydrochlorine and all those crazy mm-hmm. drugs. So yeah. anyway, just wanted to add that in there that those are things that have been added. Yeah, um, there's a lot of aspects and it is pretty general. So just pray about um, what you feel is right when following the word of wisdom, I think. And if you ever do struggle with anything with the word of wisdom, don't feel bad. Um, I think just try your best and pray and ask God for the strength to overcome that. Well, McKenna, I have a question for you. I mean, we talked a little bit about this in our David Butler episode, but I have a question for you. So what would you say to somebody who doesn't see this as a big deal? They like coffee. They drink it every day. They are really healthy. How, how do you go about explaining to them the importance of this and how to go about it? That's a really good question because it is really easy to be like, it's not a big deal. Like one cup of coffee, one cup of tea, I'm obviously not going to go to hell for that. It's not a big deal. And you know what? You're probably right. You probably won't go to hell for drinking a cup of coffee. Absolutely. The thing is, though, I just think, um, like, if we love God as much as some of us say we do, we're going to want to follow everything he does. He literally says, if you love me, keep my commandments. You know, and I think the word of wisdom is a big commandment from God. It's one that he literally commanded us to do through a prophet. So I just think that if we truly love God, it'll be worth it to us not to drink the one cup of coffee. Because if it really is not that big of a deal, then why can't we just not do it? Yeah. I feel like it's, like my kind of said, it's probably not that big of a deal in the scheme of sin, right? If we're talking about sin, that's not the point though. It's it's the intention yeah. of why you're doing that. Like. In, in my eyes, and, and I'm not judging anybody, you guys. Like I said, I drank tea in high school. Like, I have struggled with this. I think everyone has had moments where we've not understood it. But like McKenna said, it's it comes back to obedience. And it comes back to, if it's such a small thing, then why are you doing it? Yeah. If you're going to pull the argument, oh, it's such a little thing. We can go right back at you and say, yeah, it's such a little thing. Why can't you not do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it can be avoided and you can grow and you can become stronger to avoid these things. And like my kind of said earlier, and we were talking about avoiding these things, you become spiritually strong. You become more in tune with God, in tune with God and the spirit. And it'll help you understand and get more of a testimony of why we can't do these things. But you have to give an inch to receive some of this. You can't mm-hmm. just need an answer without even trying. Yeah. You just can't. If you don't understand it, you need to try it and study it. I would say. You really do. Yeah. I mean, I've been there. I think we've all been there with different things. I think our testimony grows of things by experience. I really do think we have to try them um, to see if it works for ourselves. Yeah, because like you can take, we can talk all day about this and give you our opinion and what we think you should do, but we've already done it. We already have a testimony of it. It's up yeah. to you to go out there and get your own personal revelation and you need it. You can only live off of our testimonies your parents for so long. You yeah. have to get your own testimony of this and just try your best, you guys. I mean, yeah. it, you know, we're not trying to make anyone feel bad, but this is just something that we both have seen. If we take this seriously, we've seen blessings in our lives and we've had renewed strength and happiness. So totally. And look at how good Mitt Romney looks, right? That's what I always tell people. I'm like, look at how hot Mitt Romney is. <laughs> and, <laughs> and follow the word of wisdom. <laughs> He's like in his almost 70. He does look good. And he's a hottie. Like, not to, like, you know, bring that in, but I did. He's a you hottie. You did. You brought it in, it works. 
Yeah, it's so true. Follow the word of wisdom, everyone. The word of the wow. The, the wow. wow is the best. But we're just going to end with a question of the week. Yeah. Um, so we talked a little bit about pride. And one of my friends reached out to me and she wanted to know um, how do we go about humbling ourselves? What is the process of being humble? And what steps can we take to be more humbled in our lives? Oh, I like that question. I think prayer... Um, has a lot to do with this. I think we can pray and ask God um, things we can change. Or if we already know things that we can change a little bit about ourselves, to work on that with God. Like yeah. include God in that and really try to change. Yeah. I think that can really humble us. I mean, I think even the word of wisdom can be linked back to pride. I mean, yeah. why are you doing those things? You're being mm-hmm. prideful. Mm-hmm. How do you humble yourself? Like McKenna said, you know what you're struggling with. Mm-hmm. You're doing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know what you're struggling with. Yeah. So try. I mean, we talk about this all the time. Effort. You yeah. have to give effort. And you give a little bit of effort. And I promise you guys, you will see, you will be met halfway, if not more than halfway. Oh, way more than halfway. Way more than halfway. So just give effort and try your best. It's it's a lifelong process. Amen. 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 We Thanks love you guys. Listening. That was a good one. I feel good about it. Yeah. As I'm drinking my Dr. Pepper. I know. I have a Coke, you guys. <laughs> we're, oh, very good. At least we admit we're hypocritical sometimes. We are not perfect. I hope you all know. No, so, we're very it's much not a not secret. Perfect. Eating not our pizza. Very healthy. Eating our pizza. But we love you guys. We hope you have a happy week. Hope this Monday is great for you. Happy Monday. XOXO. Gospel, Gospel Gals. Gals.